0: Versus like now where it's like, this is my outlet. This is like me. This is where I find myself decompressing and just letting everything go. Hello again, friends. Thank you so much for joining me here at the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. I'm your host, Greg. And as always on this podcast, we are here to share wisdom gained from time spent in nature with a dose of inspirational and empowering stories of everyday people moving through uncharted territory, both literal and figurative. I am grateful you have chosen to spend part of your time today with me listening to cool things and cool people. And uh, without any further ado, let's get to this week's episode. Well, all right. We are back here, friends, with another episode of the Wisdom of the Wilderness. And uh, guess what? We are recording live from freaking Area 51, basically. It's... uh pretty awesome out here today looking at all these mountain peaks light up and searching for unidentified flying objects it's fantastic uh if you're here thank you very much for listening if you're uh, returning thank you for being here uh it's always a good time lots of fun stuff happening wisdom from journeys through literal or figurative wilderness and just fun stories and stuff too so uh there we go Let's give a quick update. Oh, right. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your podcast platform of choice. Quick update uh, it is December. It has been snowing. I've been snowed on a bunch of places. Uh, Thanksgiving was awesome. It also snowed. And turns out I got mentioned on a podcast, which I will link in the show notes uh, Gremlin Talk, because there were some really curious coincidences that happened at Javelina. And you never know who you say hello to or help out somewhere where that might lead. So, lots of interesting things there. But you should check out Max' podcast Gremlin Talk, and we'll link it in the show notes because I get mentioned a bunch. Uh, I believe some, it was something along the lines of, or I think it was something along the lines of, uh, the most overly emotionally invested volunteer ever. Um, that would be me. Hooray! But, anyways, uh, what is happening? So, I'm in a whole bunch of different places, and it's been really, really fun, and lots of things are happening, Um, but one thing that I saw and want to talk about was the energy of places. There are a lot of cool places we can be. And uh, I was recording and just got completely distracted sitting here in my truck because some dude shut up and thought I was with uh, the local government organization curious but anyways uh the energy of place because I guess you know this is the thing that happens is I show up somewhere and people uh, ask me questions and for information so maybe I'm just connected to all the places who knows but one thing that I've noticed and has been part of my life is each different location that I go to has a little bit different energy and what I mean is you know maybe you can recollect some places that you've been say you go to the mall that's very different from going out to a park or being out beside the river, or being at the top of a mountain in Nevada. There's all kinds of different places, and some of the ones I've been to recently or lately was thinking about. There's just a lot of different textures and sights and sounds and smells, a uh, different engagement of the senses. It's all using the senses, but it's a little bit different at each one. So you know, for example, I went out to uh, White Sands national park and national monuments and spoiler alert there's white sand there but it's a really neat place to go because you're in the middle of mountains and it looks like you're in then in the middle of these gigantic white sand dunes and you can hike them run them sled them uh kind of do a little driving on them and on the main roads and it's just a really neat place to go um, what I noticed with that, that energy was, it got hot really fast. Even though the temperature was marginally above freezing, the weather, or the sun, the way the sun hits off the white sand, it got hot fast. So that was a really cool energy, and I'll contrast that with uh, being in Sedona, Arizona. There's a ton of energy vortexes out there. There's a lot of really cool places. There's a lot of quiet creeks. Uh, there's some insanely busy hikes. There's every kind of, um, what do we want to call this? No, it's the uh, gigantic national parks kind of shit show thing that you see at the major parks with people in flip-flops trying to hike down the Grand Canyon or to the top of a mountain in Banff, uh, people with no water, all that stuff. But the energy is really cool, and there's a lot of places you can go and just reflect. Uh, I contrast that again with another place in New Mexico. I went to a hot going to leave them unnamed hot springs right along the side of a river uh, it's a glorious setting the spring comes out you can do cold plunges and uh, hot therapy cryotherapy i guess that would be back and forth but you're at a cell phone service you are in a canyon you are really connected with nature and you've got all the energy and the benefits of water happening right there i was just listening to a podcast earlier today talking about the energy of water and how that might help to cleanse your soul, your spirit, as it were, as well as physically cleanse dirt off your body and sweat and grime and all that other stuff. Uh, he was particularly mentioning the ocean and the way that people's eyes can tend to be more clear if they spent a lot of time in the ocean. So those just really neat, but again, really different energy being in the the high desert, high desert on the water in a place where there's not much water versus the sand versus the red rocks, of Sedona. And again, I then went into, um, Montezuma well in Arizona, which is a really cool place, but to be, you know, Arizona desert kind of has the reputation of just being wasteland. There's cactuses, maybe a skeleton, maybe a parched lizard, you know, all the stuff that you've seen stereotypically in a bunch of different places. Um, Turns out that's not the case at Montezuma Well, because there's this lush oasis. Um, There is a spring that's there that produces a ridiculous amount of water every day, or a significant amount of water every day. And there's natural erosion of the cave, so it flows out. There's a completely different ecosystem there than on the rim of the canyon. And it provided a number of resources for the people who lived there, who, for whatever reason, moved on several hundred years ago. So, you know, you'd be sit there and be in the high desert and then walk down and be in a canyon with sycamores and gigantic trees growing. It's just really cool before you get the cliff dwellings and the evidence of ancestral humans. So there's a lot of different energies of places and that even I think would go for cities. There's a different vibe in, say, Vancouver than there is in uh, Los Angeles versus uh, Lost Wages versus New York City versus Tokyo versus Singapore versus London. You know, you got you've got the hustle, the bustle, the loud noises, the people something always going on, but they're each a little bit different. There's there's the main thing is there's a different differences. So what I've been really drawn to as I'm out exploring is where are the places where I feel calm? What am I feeling? How is that showing up in my body? And It's been really cool to go for a hike in Sedona and to go and find somewhere on that hike and just sit and meditate, to reflect, to journal, to, you know, get my bare feet on the earth somewhere. It's similar, but a little bit different experience to sit at White Sands and record a podcast with my feet in the dirt, in the sand, as I'm sitting on the tailgate of my truck, it's a little bit different to go and record a podcast when i'm staying with a friend in a major metropolitan area in the southwest in the hustle and bustle of the city so what i've been drawn to for me is the desert and that's me you know many people do not like the desert that's okay we can agree to disagree i'm happy to come out here in the summer in the winter whenever you can happily have the pacific northwest the west coast uh, that is all you it's gorgeous. I know there's a ton of attractions there. Personally, not a fan of damp, uh, and I'm not a giant fan of rain. But I get the benefits of it. But the point being for this is we're all drawn to different places, and that's okay. And one of the one of the gifts and part of the beauty of traveling or exploring is seeing different things than what you're used to. You know, I grew up on the west coast. That's what I thought was normal, and then through family upbringing and through school and through jobs got the chance to travel across North America and got to see the different environments. Got to even see how the environment changes. Just taking a couple hour drive where I used to live. Taking a couple hour drive south. Completely different environment. And that was really cool for me because I was able to see over time, oh I'm drawn to this place more so than this place. But I wouldn't have known it had I not gone. So I guess the question I have for everyone today is, you know, a lot of the stuff I talk about is how you can you can see parallels, you can see analogies for your life in the rock you see on a trail uh, and trying to bushwhack your way to find an ancestral human settlement. In driving through the middle of the night to get somewhere and meet your buddies to go hiking, there's a lot of stuff in nature that we're seeing. I'm watching, it's a little bit after sunrise right now, but I'm watching... I'm looking south, so I'm seeing the way the mountains change. I can barely see the outline of the mountains because of the way the sun's coming over the southern ones, but I've got a beautiful view out to the east, and I'm seeing the colors change, and I'm seeing animals scurry about, and I'm manifesting it getting warmer because it's a little chilly. But point being what, what are you drawn to today, and what are you drawn to for your life? So, you know, for me, it's drawn to the desert. What? Might there be some answers in the desert for me? I don't know. If you're drawn to Alaska, you're drawn to Africa, you're drawn to in Vancouver, wherever you're drawn to, I think that there's a yearning through the soul or our consciousness or whatever you want to call it, that maybe there's something there for us. You know, I remember I had a something I wanted to do in life was go to Australia. And I put it off and put it off and put it off. And it was actually some convincing for my mom to actually just do it when I could. I'm really glad that I did that when I did and that was one of the experiences for me you know I'm here in this life in this experience if I want to do it what about just going and doing it and dropping some of the the reasons that we can't air quote can't do it or air quote shouldn't do it or it's not quote responsible to do it there's not necessarily a guarantee tomorrow's going to come and to always go at Warren Miller if you're not if you don't do it this year, you'll be one year older when you do. So for me, that's been, hey, you know, I'm I'm checking places out. There's a lot of stuff that I thought about seeing one day. White Sands, for example. Yeah, it'd be cool to go and see that one day. Oh, hey, I'm not that far away, comparatively. Why don't I go? Because I have the time right now. Maybe that changes. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe I can keep checking stuff out. You no, know, Maybe I can go run an ultramarathon. Maybe I can go do something else. Maybe I can check out these other places, these little tiny parks or monuments that I'd never heard of. Maybe I can decide, oh, I'm going to check out and see where hot springs are. Oh, that one sounds kind of cool. Oh, that one seems like it's a ways from people. And go on a magical drive and find something cool. And then have a conversation with a park ranger that gave me information for somewhere else I probably wouldn't have considered based just off the name. So, you know, pumping—you never know where where something might go. But I do think that there is something if you're getting an intuitive hit, or if you just have a an urge to do something. Maybe there's something there because you can go and check out. Just check it out and see. You know, I grew up on the West Coast. A, a lot of people moved to Asia to teach English, and that's really cool. And some people stayed, and that's really really cool. It's a totally different culture. Maybe there's something there. You know, if you're into anime, go to Japan. Uh, you know, if you're into food or culture or monks, you know, go to China, go to Nepal, go to India. It's you know, yoga, India. You know, there's a lot of things. You know, my my rambly point is, the energy of places is really different, and a lot of times we can't really fully comprehend what something or some place is like until we go there. I can look at photos on social media or pull up images of the Maldives. I've not been there. That gives me an idea, but I won't know until I get there. I looked at photos of Australia. I watched Crocodile Dundee for years, wondering what it would be like. And it was similar, but different than what I expected. And it was just really cool to see because if I didn't go, I'd never know. I mean, the bottom of the Northern Territory, you never know if you never go. The old Australia tourism thing. Um, But, you know check out what what is resonating with you what are you drawn to do you want to go and explore a mountain in colorado do you want to hike the 14ers do you want to go and swim in san francisco bay do you want to go and swim with orcas or swim with um i almost said mammoths it's not mammoths um blanken my friend reminded me to this in florida uh you know do you want to go and see the Northern Lights? Well. Go to the Yukon. Go to Alaska. Go to Norway. There's there's a lot of ways you can do something. But I think that if there's something that you're feeling drawn to and called to, that there's going to be something there for you. And maybe it's just the energy. Maybe you have ancestral memories there. Maybe you have past life memories. I don't know. There's a ton of topics out there, but why not try it? So that's some thoughts for today. We are gonna sit here and wait for some folks to show up. Go and climb some mountains because Kerouac said, go climb that goddamn mountain and uh, enjoy some of this desert sunshine Let's see if we can find some UFOs or s- more likely some UFOs find us. And uh, I guess, yeah, if you don't hear from me again, uh, if I don't come back, don't come looking. No, wait, that's song lyrics. Scratch that. Clear that. Cancel clear. Uh, yeah, we'll be back here again on the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate you being here. Uh, if this resonated or something please uh, send me a tag send me a message on instagram at cactus moose send me an email wisdom of the wilderness at protonmail.com leave a review if you get a chance on whichever podcast platform you're listening to because i know there's people in over 40 countries have listened um all the major podcast things this is available on and i just enjoy doing it so Next up is we're going to get some guests going and we'll probably have some more adventure stories to share because there's a lot of cool people that I've met doing cool things and I think we all have some little tidbit or some nugget of wisdom that we can pass on that might just be exactly what someone else needed to hear that day because you never know what impact you can have with a smile. With a smile. With a hello. With a have a good day. With a direct message on Instagram. Who knows? But all right, friends, we are going to get cracking here, and we will catch you next time for another episode of the Wisdom of the Wilderness Podcast. Take care. And thank you very much for joining me on today's episode, friends. It is always fun for me to record these, and I do hope you get a lot out of them. As always, if you enjoyed this, please share it with your friends, your family members, your colleagues, your co-workers, your hairdresser, the guy at the restaurant, uh, wherever you're going. I do my best to research these and give a lot of good information, and there's a lot of people out there that can benefit from hearing the stories and also having that perspective shift that can come along with, with listening. As well, if you get a chance, I do encourage you, it really helps me out if you can leave a five-star review at the podcast platform you're listening to, as well as maybe even write something. So uh, yeah, if you get a chance, please do that. I prefer Apple Podcasts. is how I listen to things, but I know that uh, Stitcher's out there, Spotify's out there, Google Play or Google Podcast, there's a whole bunch of them. So if you get a chance, please do drop a five-star rating and leave a review. That would be fantastic. And with that, have a wonderful day, friends. We will catch you on the next episode of the Wisdom of the Wilderness.